When one has the feeling of dislike for evil, when one feels tranquil, one finds pleasure in listening to good teachings, when one has these feelings and appreciates them, one is free of fear. Buddha. When you show deep empathy toward others, their defensive energy goes down, and positive energy replaces it. That's when you can get more creative in solving problems. Stephen Covey. What are emotions? Merriam-Webster.com defines it as, a conscious mental reaction, such as anger or fear, subjectively experienced as strong feeling usually directed toward a specific object and typically accompanied by physiological and behavioral changes in the body. The French word émouvoir, which means to stir up, in 1800s was used in psychological category by academics as emotion as a scientific term. Before the use of the word was in common use words like passions, sentiments and affections. Interestingly the concept of emotions in different language groups vary in definition. For example fear was related to anxiety. In other languages the word fear related to regrets and grief. In some cultures different emotion had contrasting effects either positive or negative. This is useful to know because our understanding of an emotion could be totally different from someone else's interpretation of a word. Language continues to evolve rapidly in today's generation for example my children use the expression it's sick means awesome and cool. Emotions are a very complex subject because we are very complex individuals from diversity of knowledge and culture to our own personal experiences of emotions. The beauty of having human relationships compared to animals' relationships. Humans have the capacity to have feelings with emotions at a far deeper level than any other living organism on this planet. We may love our dog, we may have a relationship with our cat, we may talk to our parrot. To have real connections we need feedback verbally from another humans. With important ideas and concepts humanity can communicate means ideas that will enrich life for both parties. The classical theory of what emotions are is out of date but many still cling to that redundant idea. The old classical idea was taught that humans were born with a set of emotions. The physicologist Lisa Feldman Barrett and neuroscientist in her brilliant book explains how emotions are constructed. I will describe briefly her concept of constructed emotions. The brain has a huge network operating systems organizing the body survival mode. In essence the brain links the word to a constructed event in the memory with all the body systems linked to that word in memory. The experiences we feel, we see, we hear etc. are encoded in the brain as an emotion. For example the body senses of happiness is related to all the good events happened in your life especially the positive body gains. The heat of the sun, refreshing cold drink, the lovely tasty meal and the sound of relaxing music. Our parents and friends relate what they felt and labeled it. Imagine you are born blind, describe the sky as blue, but we could change the word and say it's purple the blind person has no reference. We have the ability to relate our experiences to others on how we felt. Emotions are a very personal and subjective idea and to say we know how a person feels is probably very limiting and may be wrong. The great concept available now is to enhance our vocabulary and our language of emotions what they actually mean to us and others. The ultimate challenge with our emotional histories is to become a PhD in this exciting emotional language with receiving the Diploma of Emotional Intelligence. With this accolade it will enhance the opportunity for success in life with meaningful relationships and greater success. The four semesters of learning this skill covers the topics of self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management.
What is self-compassion? Self-compassion is same as compassion to others. Dictionary.com defines compassion a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. It reminds me of the powerful lesson taught by Jesus Christ and the parable of the Good Samaritan. A young lawyer questioned Jesus what must I do to have everlasting life? Jesus very cleverly asked him a question find out what was really on his mind. The young lawyer answered in part love your neighbor. In effect what the lawyer believed love of neighbor was we don't really know. Brilliantly Jesus defines love or compassion by his famous parable in Luke 10. The Good Samaritan has what Carl Rogers says in Psychology Unconditional Positive Regard. Basically accepts and loves the person for what he or she is. Positive regard is not withdrawn if the person does something wrong or makes a mistake. Elite expert Kristen Neff says self-compassion involves responding in the same supportive and understanding way you would with a good friend when you have a difficult time, fail, or notice something you don't like about yourself. Kristen Neff says there are three elements to self-compassion 1. Self-kindness 2. Humans have common shared experiences 3. Mindfulness being aware of our thoughts and feelings. She has many resources online which you may very useful. In essence step outside of yourself and look at your situation and you will know what your needs are. If you find this an overwhelming experience and have a very critical inner voice speak to a trusted friend about your situation. Even better a trained therapist will guide you through the process. An example of finding a new loving relationship. I will only cover a couple of ideas but each individual has a different story to tell. You may believe that you are ugly, fat, bent nose etc. Basically feel you are unattractive to everyone and what's the point of looking for a new relationship. Now become self-compassionate what would a true friend say about your authentic self. Kristen Neff element of kindness would have a positive response. The human element that that there are plenty of examples worldwide of love between diverse individuals. Thirdly where is the idea or thought of unattractive self come from are we aware of feelings and situations that trigger the inner critic. To love yourself is to be compassionate with yourself. Are these self-condemning judgments echoes of childhood misery or recent conflicts of others? Traumatic scars raise the or ugly truths to suppress the authentic self. Every living human brain can control the mind on what to think and feel and this in turn will be evident by your behavior. Give that compassionate self a name and nurture it, look after it and guide it with wisdom. If you don't look after your compassionate self the inner demon can take over the mind to disastrous consequences. Listen to your body needs and looking after the soul is your best friend. We must learn to sail in high winds? Said Aristotle. We have the great navigator on our journey though life the authentic self. If we falter and lose our freedoms that is our true self, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Abraham Lincoln Self-love is the action of compassion to your greatest treasure you Steve Hine. I have the wonderful privilege of learning and listening from others. Another way I learn this beautiful quality is listening to my inner soul by regular meditation. The world is full of suggestions from how to and how not to, very often it is from genuine people though. The overload of information can dissolve the simplest ideas and routines from the foundation of our existence. Tutankhamun was the most important person in Egypt at one period in history who ruled as king from 1361 to 1352 BCE he died at the age of 18 years old. One resource said the following about discovering him and his tomb. 
The tomb room contained more than 5,000 objects, many of which were covered with gold and beautifully carved. The most famous of these objects is probably the lifelike gold mask that covered the face of Tutankhamun's mummy. Carter also uncovered military items, clothing, jewelry, and many statues of Tutankhamun and Egyptian gods. In fact, there were so many items in the tomb that many are still being examined today and have yet to be displayed in museums, nearly 80 years after their discovery. The greatest discovery or gift you will ever have is you in essence your life as a human now. Understanding that we have the gift of life at this present time can have a massive effect on our well-being. For example nothing, no one, no title, no amount of material gain or other perceived gain is greater than your life. For centuries the ideology of humans' existence has been shaped by religious, political and culture. Many promising love and happiness if you do this or don't do that, the reality of many institutions and individuals is promoted by ignorance and fear. During the Dark Ages the fear of God and hell was a powerful cause of existence. Rather than pursuing the love of something coming from an intrinsic feeling the promise of immediate gratification, fleeting leaving emptiness of the soul. The belief of ignorance was another cause of existence for many. Struggling working effortlessly just to survive and not being replenished of motivations and energy to enjoy life or love life. These are just few ideas of how the blind have led the blind in history and even in today's societies. Meditating regularly is a great start so the ego mind is not stealing your love and happiness from you. Does your mind or thoughts have these judgments you should you can't you will damage. You will lose. I don't have enough I wish. Nobody. The list can be endless in the mind so meditation will put the ego in its place so you can enjoy the love and life you have. Regularly reflecting on your true self with no judgments or evaluation will fill you heart and soul with love and gratitude. Fill your mind and soul with love and compassion with these thoughts I love you, talk to your soul, body, emotions etc., thank you for. Well done. I will always love you regardless. By practicing the way you speak to yourself will have a dramatic impact either way. Realizing we are the greatest treasure we are will motivate our love for self by the choices we make. For example if you have had a hard day either emotionally, physically or mentally be compassionate to yourself. For example the chores or less important responsibilities can wait another day. I remember a famous song said a flat that is always empty stays clean so the point is to love yourself before the flat. It sounds so simple but you are special and irreplaceable and you are unique so own your self-love and compassion before anything else. I am a visual thinker and when I was preparing this post I thought of the innocence of a child's world. Their thinking and perspectives are so simple and clear. When they need compassion they go and see mommy or daddy to have their needs met. They embrace their parents unconditionally feeling secure and happy again. When you practice self-love which is compassion, you will feel like that child. When that child grows up they will show compassion to the world because of their inner world needs of self-love have been met. Remember the Beatles song All You Need Is Love. Question to ask your personal self does this activity or thought show that I love myself? When we practice compassion which is loving ourselves authentically we can then love others unconditionally and this is best gift we could ever give. Gift of self-love leads to compassion.